0: You're listening to The Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Riddle. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with some of the most passionate, hardworking, and limitless thinkers on this earth who have a story to share, a brand that inspires, or a fire inside of them to live life on their own terms. The intention behind each episode is simple. And that's to include you in these conversations so that you can learn, apply, and grow in your own life and in your business. If I can share one quick secret with you before we begin, it's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. But perhaps somewhere along the line, someone told you to play small, to play safe, and that led you to live an ordinary life. Tuning into Visionary Life will help you dust off the limiting beliefs you carry around so that you can begin to create your own most visionary life. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone, to the Visionary Life podcast. So you may have noticed that we missed last week of the show. Unfortunately, my planning wasn't so good, and then I came down with bronchitis, so I couldn't actually get you an episode out, even though I had intended to put out the 2019 year in review. But regardless, I learned my lesson in planning ahead. That's certainly one of my goals for the upcoming 2020 year because I never want to leave you guys hanging. I know that you're used to the episodes coming out every Sunday night, and uh, that was my bad for falling sick and realizing I had no backup plan. So regardless, we are back and today it is all about my 2019 year in review as well as my 2020 goals that I'm going to share with you. And I feel as though every podcast has been talking about goals and visions and how to set SMART goals and how to do your year in review. So you might be sick of hearing this, but hopefully I have something different and more insightful. Um, Not more, I don't think I'm more insightful, but hopefully I have something unique to share with you in the coming 30 minutes where I'm going to share really what's been going on in my world in relation to health and life and business and all of the things that I'm deeply passionate about. So that's what we're talking about today and we will dive right in. I wanna share a couple quick announcements before I get into this week's episode. And number one, I am teaching a workshop that I'm super super keen and passionate about having you all attend, which is all about goal setting and dream casting. So if you live in Toronto, heads up, I am teaching a goal setting and dream casting workshop at Tribe Fitness, which is downtown, and that will be happening on Sunday, January 12th at 5:45 in the evening. So I mean, I I doubt you have much going on on a Sunday evening. Maybe you do family dinners, but I'm going to create a super cozy environment for us where we're really going to focus on how we can make 2020 our best year yet by going all in on our goals with respect to our health, our lifestyle, and our career. So my intention is to help you stop living by default and really start living with intention in 2020. And that means not leaving everything up to chance, right? And with the new year upon us, there really is no better time to take care of you and take care of your dreams by sitting down and giving yourself that time to map out your goals for the next 12 months and beyond. So in this 90 minute workshop, I'm going to guide you through a simple and innovative technique that's helped hundreds and hundreds of people just like you to make massive leaps in your health and your life and your career. So the workshop does cost $45.99 plus tax, Um, but that's just the little logistics. This is your future, and I am confident that you will get everything and more out of this workshop to really help you to connect to a deeper why behind your dreams and to gain clarity so that your action steps become obvious and to really learn the systems that can make anyone super successful regardless of their experience and no matter what they want in life. So go to the tribe website. You can just click on special events. Once you're there, I'll link this all in the show notes and you can reserve your spot. Spaces are limited. It's a small little yoga studio that we'll be hosting it in. So grab a ticket before they sell it. Okay, time to dive into the 2019 year in review and the 2020 recap. So, I am super thrilled to welcome in a brand new year, and I can't wait to dive into. This overview and dreamcasting with you. So I've already written this for my blog, but I'm going to give you a modified version for the podcast because I know some of you probably are more keen to listen versus go read the whole blog. And maybe you already read the blog. I still think this episode you're going to get a lot of unique nuggets that I have written down on notes that I didn't share on the blog. So anyways, let's dive right into it. So, I want to first start with talking about my words of the year. And as you know, each year I choose a word of the year, and it's a word that guides me in making decisions. So, this word will inspire me, supports me in feeling aligned in all that I do in my business. And it's something that I can reflect on anytime I have a big decision to make. Or in the event that I'm just not sure what the right course of action is. So in 2019, my word of the year was propel. And I chose that word. I mean, it was kind of um, ironic how that word came about, but essentially, I was at a prior co working space, my old office. And it was the end of the year, and I hadn't chosen my word yet, which generally I'll wait until December to really figure out what that word is going to be for the upcoming year. And I was grabbing a coffee from a coffee shop called Propeller. And I grabbed it and I went to take a photo of it for Instagram, as you do. And my thumb was actually covering the final LER of Propeller. And when I took that photo and then I proceeded to share it with my community, what I saw in front of me was the word that I wanted to choose. It said propel. And I knew that I wanted to be all in on building massive momentum in my business in 2019 so that I could really propel forward and feel that leap, that quantum leap that I really felt was bound to happen after all the baby steps and the hard work that I had put in in prior years. So that was pretty cool how it all came to be, and I think that's just a whole other tangent that maybe I'll record an episode on one day, but being open to the signs that are right in front of you. But that was my word for 2019. In 2020, I definitely still think there is room for me to propel. I do feel like I used that well as a guiding word, Uh, but of course, it's still like I'd still enjoy propelling faster and further in the next year. But the word that I'm keeping in mind for 2020 is actually repel. So a little bit of an opposite word. I know this sounds a little bit weird and maybe uninspiring. Like why would you choose the word repel for 2020? But the reason behind this is because I am ready to niche down so much in my target audience and in who I work with and in who the Visionary Life brand is for That I actually repel people who it's not for. So, for context, for a long time I have really tried to please everyone. And you know what they say if your product is for everybody, it's for nobody. And as much as I've studied that phrase and I've talked about it with my clients and my students, I still tried to please everyone with my brand. I was afraid to ruffle feathers. I was afraid to speak my message in a really bold and clear way for fear that it would actually alienate some people, which, side note, would actually be a really good thing. But this year, I really want to focus on niching down and being more bold and clear in my messaging and ensuring that the people who don't fit the vision of my community are actually repelled by my content. Not in a bad way, but that they'll read it and say, you know what? She's not for me. And that's a good thing because I'm not here to be for everyone. On the contrary, I'm so excited that if I repel certain people, it means I'm attracting others through this clarity in my messaging. So I'll be excited to welcome in my dream clients and to hopefully just very much niche down and ensure that the people who need the Visionary Life message are the ones who receive it. So that is my word of the year. Um, I also wanted a more positive word. And the word all in really spoke to me. So I changed my desktop background and I'm really using the word all in. I guess it's not a word, it's a phrase, but that's my secondary guiding word. So I want to be all in on whatever I do in 2020 and never just halfway in, you know? So, all in is my vibe in 2020, and repelling is something that I'm hoping to do more of through my content and just being really clear about what I stand for, my beliefs, my core values, so that the people who really need the message, they can hear it. All right, let's talk about some quotes. So if you know me, you know, I love posting quotes on my Instagram. I don't know what it is about them, but I feel inspired when I share them and I recreate the images for you. So if you love them, like I do, then maybe you want to choose some quotes for your year as well. So I want to focus on the three quotes that I actually chose for 2020 and each of them kind of serves a unique place in my, my year ahead. So number one, I've kind of already mentioned this, but if you're doing it like everyone else your customers have already tuned you out. So I'm going to say that one again. If you're doing it like everyone else, your customers have already tuned you out. So in my business, this is important to me because it is easy as an entrepreneur or as a business owner or as a coach or as a consultant to simply look around you and try to gain inspiration from what everybody else is doing. But here's the thing, when you copycat people, There's nothing unique and attractive about your message. It gets diluted in the sea of everyone else doing exactly the same thing. So when you're doing it like everyone else, your customers have already tuned you out. And that makes you average. It makes you mediocre. When you step outside of that and you really tune in to your unique gifts and your creative energy and the things that make you bold, the things that make you shine – That is when customers are really attracted to you. That is when your brand, it promotes itself, right? Because you are so unique in the way you do things that people can't help but want to know what you're up to. So that is one of my quotes. The next one is, I decided who I wanted to be and that's who I am. Now, I love this word, decide. I use it a lot with my clients and students. I tell them, just decide. Do something rather than doing nothing. Just like I decided four years ago to become an online entrepreneur, and I did, right? Nobody gave me permission. Nobody gave me a formal education. I just decided I wanted to do it, and that's how it worked out. And you can 100% do the same. So the quote that I am living by in 2020 is, I decided who I wanted to be and that is who I am, right? That's not to say you should go pose as a doctor without training, but decide to be confident, decide to be someone who is um, standing strong in their character, decide to be really, um, really uniquely you every time you show up for your business or for your life. And if you're feeling fearful of that, then really just work on those limiting beliefs that are telling you not to show the full spectrum of who you are, because that's not okay. And my third quote that is guiding me is that when you believe different, you do different. So I'll repeat that one. When you believe different, you do different. So this year I made some insane investments into my business and I'll share more about this in the later half of the podcast. But basically I decided to invest $20,000 in a business mastermind experience. So this is just a curated group of business owners that somebody has assembled. And this really required me to believe different because if you would have asked me a year ago or even 4 months ago if I believed I could afford this, I would have said, you're totally crazy. Yet here I am now working with my dream mastermind and my dream coach and part of my dream community. And so I got here by building my belief. And as soon as I invested that money, I got a million signs from the universe showing me that I could recoup that money in no time. And that shift in belief really shifted everything else for me. So Think about where you have limiting beliefs and ask yourself how you can start to shift those because your beliefs are actually affecting the way that you act, right? If I believed that I wasn't worth this business mastermind experience, if I believed that I would never pay off that money that I'm spending, I would not have invested and enjoined the group, But I shifted my belief so that I could do differently. And that has meant so, so much to the future of my business. All right. Now I want to shift into some personal goals. So I, in my goal setting practice, have always asked myself one question. And that is living a full life for me should include lots of the following. I guess not a question, but a prompt. So again, living a full life for me would include lots of the following things. So if you have pen and paper in front of you, ask yourself, what does living a full life include a lot of? And before I share mine, I'll I'll tell you that whatever you write down, whether it's three things or six things, you should be making time, you should be putting the energy aside to do more of those things. Because if living a full life for you includes a lot of time seeing your grandparents, and right now you never see them, then you're kind of missing the mark on what it is to live the best life that you have in mind for yourself. So when I wrote that prompt, for me, living a full life would include lots of these five things. What came up was time to travel, freedom to enjoy as much time as I want with my husband and our dog, community around me who inspire and motivate me to be the best version of myself, time for daily movement, fitness, running, walking, etc., And creation time for two hours at least each day where I can work on my craft and my business. So let's break those down, each of those. So number one, time to travel. This is so vital for me, putting the money and the time aside for Dave and I, and just me on my own to go on trips. And fun story, Dave and I actually met well on vacation. uh, And we've traveled to, I think, over 15 countries together in the past decade, But we have planned a lot of travel for 2020 because that is what living a full life means to me. So we're headed to Mexico in January, and then I'm headed to LA in January. And then we're going to British Columbia for a week and a half to do a snowboarding trip and to watch my cousin get married. And we're also dreaming up a trip to either South America or Central America or Asia, Asia for either late 2020 or early 2021. So you can see that after I decided that's one of my keys to living a full life, I've prioritized that travel and adventure in my schedule. The next part of that is freedom to enjoy as much time as I want with my husband, Dave, and our dog. So for me, the way that I'm achieving that is actually through my business, right? Because if I'm working 40 to 50 hours on somebody else's schedule, on someone else's time, that's not freedom to me. So one of my core values in living a full life is having that freedom, and that's where having my own business has really come into play. And that's not to say that I don't work hard, I certainly do, but I choose my hours and I choose when I work, and hopefully in 2020, I'll have more passive income streams where I can really support that freedom, knowing that more income is coming in while I work less But of course, I'm still in the early years and I'm really present in my own business. But knowing that there's a pipeline for that is the most important thing. The third pillar that I have in living a full life is having community around me who inspire and motivate me to be the best version of myself. And I do feel as though I have amazing friends and family who I surround myself with but I was feeling a gap in people who were able to relate to my business vision and to my aspirations as an entrepreneur. And so after feeling a little bit of a lack of business mentorship and coaching in 2019, I decided to invest in a business mastermind. So that is what I mentioned I spent $20,000 on because that's what a mastermind is. It's putting yourself in a community where there are events, there are weekly trainings, there is an amazing support community. And that is something that, again, it's fulfilling in my life to have people who understand my big, big, big aspirations. I'm just gonna take a sip of coffee. So number four is time for daily movement and fitness. That is vital to me in living a full life. I love moving my body. I get agitated when I don't have time to work out. So that's a non-negotiable for me. I spend time and money and energy on a daily movement session. So today it was going to a trampoline class with two of my best friends Uh, tomorrow it will probably be going to the gym and using the Peloton app in my ears, which I just downloaded and I love it. Some days it's going on an hour walk with Abby into nature. doesn't matter. I know I have to prioritize that and being in control of my schedule really helps to assure that I'll get that daily movement in. And number five, living a full life includes creation time for at least two hours a day. So, as you know, I love to work. I love to create. I love to um, write blogs for my business, create podcast episodes. I love to do social media. There's so many things that really light me up. And I don't love days when I have no time to read or learn or grow or create. And that actually means sometimes that when I'm away on vacation, I step away for two hours. Or when I'm Um, On a weekend where I'm not really working, I like to go out and grab a coffee for two hours, where I can really nurture my craft and my business. And those creative products projects can look any which way, but I like to use my brain every day and I like to create in small chunks. So it's not that I'm slaving away working every day, 24 seven, just that I like time to be creative in some sort of way. And oftentimes that is through writing or creating, um, yeah, something like a podcast episode or an email. It, it really fills me up and I, I notice when I don't give myself that time. So I'm going to cover a couple other things in terms of my personal and business goals. So number one, I want to talk about relationships. So it sounds almost trivial to have to make goals around relationships, It it almost seems silly because you might think, well, don't you just find time for your friends and family? Isn't it just a given that you're going to see people on a weekly basis or even maintain a strong relationship with my husband? But I find as an entrepreneur who works long days, I often fall short of maintaining strong relationships with people who matter to me. And I struggle with committing to too many plans because I often have work deadlines that are a priority. So it's very challenging ever ever since I became a business owner to feel like I'm keeping afloat in all of the important relationships in my life. So really a goal for 2020 is to write out those key relationships that I'm looking to nurture and to challenge myself to think about the quality of time I'm spending with these people rather than the quantity. Cause at the end of the day, I am not the person who's able to commit to seeing a friend twice weekly. Like it's just not in my current reality, but when I do hang out with friends or whatever the situation is, I want to make sure that I'm fully present and I'm enjoying the time because I've scheduled that break away from work. I don't have deadlines. I'm not feeling pressed for time. And so for me, it's really about understanding the difference between quality and quantity. And that goes for my family as well. Not feeling guilty if I don't make it to every Sunday night dinner, for example. Not that my family does that, but understanding that That's okay, but when you are there, try to create memories and stronger experiences so that you're focusing on the quality rather than the quantity. All right, last piece of my personal goals that I want to cover. I have so many other areas I could talk about. I want to share some of my health goals and um, other things, but I'm just going to jump right over to mindset. So preserving my mindset that I work hard to cultivate And not allowing people to tell me what's possible and isn't is truly my superpower. And in 2020, I only want to further that mindset strength that I've really cultivated. Uh, For example, I mean, four years ago, this was not my strong suit. When I started my business, I was doubtful, I didn't have a lot of belief in myself, and when people would tell me that I should go back to a full-time job or not quit for fear of losing benefits, I would become uh, a little bit rattled by their comments, and my mindset wasn't strong enough to persevere, and I would go through bouts of feeling very doubtful. But over the past few years, I've really worked through meditation, through listening to podcasts, through going to workshops, through attending events, um, working with coaches, so many different techniques, and I've become very good at tuning out the naysayers and the people who express any sort of doubt in my vision. So that's different from taking feedback. I'm good at taking feedback, but I'm no longer okay with hanging around with people who doubt my vision. And that's because I choose to stand quite strong in my plans for the future. And I'm no longer willing to kind of accept people um, who want to sway me otherwise. So I also recently had a massive shift in my money mindset. So let's talk about that for a sec, whereby I really started thinking about my income goals for 2020 and immediately I had this inner knowing that a couple hundred thousand is definitely in the cards for what I make this year. And this is never something I had thought about before but through daily mindset work i have been able to really start to establish new financial goals for myself so that's super super exciting leap that only happened in let's say the last 12 months and if you would have asked me six months ago for example i probably would have told you that 100k was the cap for 2020 but i am hopefully now having that plan to double it, and that is 100% due to a shift in mindset. All right, so we will pivot gears a little bit here and talk about my business goals for 2020. So let's start with what I accomplished in 2019. So this comes from what happened in the Visionary Life brand, as well as the Visionary Method, uh, the group coaching, and the private coaching. So I think I need to start keeping a diary because it's really challenging to remember all of the incredible milestones when you're really just in the thick of your business. And it's all too easy to discount the successes when you're stuck in the day-to-day grind of your business. But these milestones, they should be celebrated. And I encourage all my clients and students to pause and to celebrate. This is something that my first business coach taught me because if not, then what's it all for, right? So I want to talk about a few of the major milestones that my business hit in 2019. So the first one was that I guided three rounds of the visionary method online business coaching. And that was really, really cool for me because I absolutely adore the students and the clients that I get to work with. And there's a unique energy that comes in group coaching. So in case you're not aware, the visionary method is my 90 day online business coaching program that is perfect for health and wellness entrepreneurs and service-based business owners who are looking to get the idea out of their head and launch an offer to the world using online marketing strategies to elevate their presence. So I've had the amazing privilege of guiding many people, both men and women now through this program and really helping them to get their business up and running. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what I want from them. It's taking action. It's proving to themselves that they are capable of accomplishing their goals. The things that they see other people doing, they are able to do. And I am very keen to show people how you can turn your knowledge and your strengths and your passions into a profit. So guiding three rounds of the visionary method was an absolute accomplishment and such a joy for me to be able to be the leader of. And in case you are wondering, yes, there's another round coming up. It will be starting at the end of January. And actually the best place to stay up to date on that is to go to kelseyriddle.com slash waitlist just so that you can pop your email in there and be the first to know because there's always pre-sale pricing, pre-sale bonuses, and a lot of different things that I will give to the early birds that you will not want to miss out on. So Kelseyridle.com slash waitlist, if you're interested in joining the next round of the visionary method. So another major milestone from 2019 was actually hosting my very first retreat. So this was a visionary life retreat, and it was a really cool experience. I brought 20 amazing humans together in a gorgeous venue in Toronto's East End, and we ate good food, we went through a lifestyle by design um, uh, kind of workshop, worksheet, what am I trying to say? We had one of my past clients do an NLP training at the very end. And above all, there was space for the attendees to connect with one another. So I knew that there'd be amazing people in that room. So I made a lot of efforts to curate small pods of them together to talk through a lot of things. So they had question prompts. There was from the moment you walked in, you were partnered with someone who you would get to know right away because I know that. A lot of people are fearful about showing up at these events alone. And I just wanted to take away all of that and ensure that everyone left feeling connected and bonded to another. And I think it was successful because I know a lot of them still talk and are still uh, friends on Instagram and Facebook and supporting one another, which is truly all I could ever ask for out of an event. And it really is the event that I wish existed that I never saw created. A couple other things that I feel very proud of happening in 2019, I finally hired a professional accountant and bookkeeper. That's a big one for me because I am not a finance gal, okay? That is not my strength, not something I love to focus on. I launched and created Visionary Social Media, which is a self-study online course for Anybody who is looking to build their brand or elevate their presence using social media in a way that doesn't have them spending 24-7 online. So this course is a 25-page workbook. There are seven professionally shot videos, and you can work through it anytime as a refresher or to get you totally up to speed on all things social media. So that was really cool as well. And another major milestone in 2019 was with the podcast, this podcast that you're listening to. So in 2019, I set out with some lofty goals with respect to the podcast. I wanted to have two weekly episodes with a co-host, one of them. I wanted more business related content that I would share in solo episodes I was hoping to do more traveling with the show like I did with the Prince Edward County series. I wanted to get to Ottawa and to Bracebridge, and unfortunately, I didn't hit a lot of these goals. So I didn't ever get around to doing two weekly episodes. It just felt too overwhelming, but I did stick with a weekly show every single Sunday. Uh, I didn't do a lot of solo episodes about business. I still intend to do that for 2020, but again, a lack of time had me not able to record those for you. Uh, And I only got to Prince Edward County. I think I got there actually twice, so I shouldn't say only, Um, but I do hope to do more travel with respect to the podcast because truly those are two things that light me up, traveling, traveling and recording this podcast for you. So if you've ever listened to any of the episodes from the Prince Edward County series, you know that I've spent a lot of time there interviewing entrepreneurs. And that's been one of the greatest blessing of the podcast is meeting and talking with visionary entrepreneurs in different cities um we mostly focus on Toronto because that's where i'm located and we record in person but the chance to travel and record the show was an absolute um amazing milestone and in terms of numbers i'm very proud because we topped the top 10 on the Canadian entrepreneurship charts So my mind was completely blown. We're not sitting there all the time, but we're often found in the top 50 on the Canadian entrepreneurship charts. And honestly, it's just a true testament to showing up frequently with the show. I barely ever miss a Sunday and this has been going on for two years. So In my mind, this was not an overnight success. It is something I've worked very hard on. It is something that I do almost entirely by myself without support. And I'm very proud of the guests that we've had on and the people who have left reviews. You've been so supportive and encouraging. And I just really want to continue to bring amazing content, whether that's interviews with visionary entrepreneurs or people who are creative or have a story to share, uh, or even just sharing my own stories and tips with you on the show. So lots of excitement with the podcast and I just can't thank you all enough for your support. All right, so shifting gears, once again, I want to talk about another business goal that I had, which was to find a permanent workspace. As you know, I have been co-working for Over four years now. So, ever since I started my business, I have been really lucky in Toronto to work out of amazing co working and collaborative spaces. So, in Toronto, I worked at LabTO, I was at MakeWorks, uh, League Co working, Love Child Social. Workplace one, and more recently spent some time at Staples co working. So, really, I've been everywhere, at least one or two spaces per year. But I had this dream on my heart to find a space which would be my own, where I could set up and really focus and channel my efforts, knowing that I had a consistent office to come to and somewhere where I could um, spread out and really just. Uh, create as a home base. So I guess you could say I was manifesting an office space for Visionary HQ for at least one to two years. So it's been a while. And this long time dream finally came to fruition. But I just kind of want to put a caveat here that it didn't happen overnight. So I put out a lot of Facebook messages to people. I was constantly asking friends and family and acquaintances and people I'd meet through um, networking groups. I would always be asking, like, do you know of any office spaces? Or uh, do you have any idea of like where I can get a space and merge a few women together in an office? And it just never really panned out exactly. But I put out a ton of feelers. And finally, about five or six months ago, I got a message from someone in a Facebook group, and she said that she had seen a poster. And it was for an office space in the West End of Toronto, which is exactly where I wanted to be because I live here. And from there, I was able to go check out the space, but things didn't necessarily seem to be working out, and there was some hiccups along the road. But fast forward, I held my belief and I kind of just waited till I got that gut hit of am I doing this? Am I ready to pull the trigger? And it turns out that that is exactly where I'm recording this today. So you may have seen me post on my Instagram stories, but I have spent the better part of December 2019 and now into January prepping this space and settling in, and I'm just really excited to share it with you all. It feels like the biggest blessing to have a home base and to have somewhere That I can work outside of my home that's consistent, that's within walking distance, and that I feel very strongly about um, spending time and really creating a space where it inspires me and pushes me and where I can uh, bring clients and feel proud. So that is a really, really massive goal and exciting milestone for 2019. Okay, so now I'm going to shift into growth and development with respect to my business. So one of the categories where I always like to cast goals is how do I want to grow and develop in the coming years? So whether that be going to conferences or completing courses or joining a mastermind. So in 2019, I had a goal to complete three business courses to brush up on skills. And now for me, that doesn't often look like signing up for a course where I'm physically sitting in class. I've done that um, ever since I graduated university. I have been a continual student and I've done courses through the Canadian Marketing Association. I did a course on social media and digital strategy at BrainStation. And um, I'm always seeking that next course where I can learn But in this case, uh, the past couple of years, I've really been focusing in online courses. So I did achieve this goal, and in 2019, I invested in three different amazing courses. So the first one was the Knowledge Business Blueprint, and that was guided by Jenna Kutcher, taught by Dean Graziosi, and supported by Tony Robbins. So three amazing powerhouse entrepreneurs that I had a chance to learn from in 2019. I also started, I haven't finished yet, but I'm going through the product launch formula by Jeff Walker. And that is an amazing course. I discovered Jeff Walker only recently and just really like his no BS teaching style. And finally, the third course that I took was the 2020 promo planning workshop with Amy Porterfield. So that was really great because it allowed me to sit down and really learn how to um do my year in review and then cast an amazing plan for the year ahead when it comes to my business. In terms of conferences, um I attended a lot locally, a lot of little networking events, and I'm trying to think if I actually sat through any conferences or traveled for any, but I'm kind of blanking right now, but Regardless, I've never been one to be afraid of investing in traveling to conferences because those are two of my favorite things, travel and business and learning. Uh, But this year, I am going to quite a few because now that I'm part of this business mastermind, I have an invite to four wonderful conferences So starting with end of January in LA, it's called the Archangel Messengers. I'm so excited to pack my bags and head there and to really focus on networking with people who have a business around my level, which is so, so cool. Um, actually, I know in 2019, I attended the Archangel Conference. That was one thing I invested in. That's actually how I found out about my mastermind. So there will be lots of business conferences and growth opportunity in 2020 due to this new mastermind. So if I can encourage you listening, if I could share anything with you, it's never be afraid to go to a conference, even if it requires traveling, okay? Okay. I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on traveling to these amazing conferences, and I would say I don't regret one single penny. Um, Even though, for example, from 2017 to 2018, I probably went to four or five essential oil conferences while I was doing my network marketing business. Do those necessarily still relate to what I'm doing now? No, but I learned so many overarching overarching skills and just amazing baseline foundational business principles that it, it's just invaluable. And so if you're timid or fearful of investing in yourself and going to these conferences, maybe it's starting small with just a one-day conference in your hometown all about a certain topic. Don't be afraid to get there. Events are everything. You need to go meet new people if you want to push yourself to new limits. It's just, it's a part of the growth journey, both personally and professionally. All right. So now let's fast forward to finances. So I know money is a super taboo topic, and I grew up in a family where we really didn't talk numbers. We didn't talk about how much money people made or what I should do with my money or investing or saving, and I'm really trying to change that for my own future because I want to be open with finances. I don't want it to be some secret. I don't want uh, this world where nobody knows how much each other makes because I think it's important to improve our financial literacy so that we understand how we can make more or why we're not making as much. And I just, I really want to have more financial conversations because it's not something I am strong in. So yes, I've listened to some finance podcasts and I'm really trying to wrap my head around the best ways for me to spend and save and invest, but it's definitely a work in progress for me. Um, Even my business numbers, right? I have separated my personal accounts and my business accounts when it comes to business finances, but there's still a lot of overlap and things that I need to clarify. And I'll be the first to tell you that I, as much as I try, I still have a total mess on the back end of my business finances. So on that note, my lackluster budgeting and money literacy skills have really um, pushed me to want to make this a goal once again in 2020. So I think in, um, in terms of actionable goals, it's really about number one, Splitting completely my personal and my business finances. Number two, working with my bookkeeper to understand what I can do better on a daily basis to make her job easier so that we don't come to a total mess at the end of tax season. And number three, understand a bit more about investing because right now I do work with an investment advisor, but I don't understand what's happening with that money. So if I could learn more and then potentially be able to make more informed choices when it comes to where that money is going, I think I'd feel a lot more confident. Um, And beyond that, I think just reading basic money books, right? Like The Wealthy Barber um, and yeah, a couple of the other really popular ones would put me in a position to actually just understand a baseline of finance a little bit more so that I'm not left in the dark and um, just confused about where my money's coming from. Now, if we talk about income, now I can talk about that because I love adding up the numbers that come through my Stripe account and Stripe is where I collect all my business payments. So if you're not interested in knowing my business numbers, feel free to skip ahead. But let me just start with 2019. So in 2019, my income goal was about 100,000. And I must caveat this by saying I earn money through multiple streams of income, okay? So there's a lot of different pillars to me hitting that number. But I think uh, where this number came from was that I really wanted to match my last corporate salary, knowing that I made about 75K in my last marketing job, plus I had amazing benefits and vacation and all the perks that I knew came with it. I would need to make about 100K in order to feel like I was matching that. So I'm proud to say that four years into my journey of being a business owner, of running this business, I have finally easily exceeded that target, which is so crazy to me to say. And I wanna be very transparent with you before you think it's kind of been an easy journey for me to get here. Number one, it's not easy, far from it. (laughs) Um, It's taken me years and years of dedication to my vision. A lot of people doubting me, a lot of people you know, kind of poking fun at me, And I will also say that I have worked more than 40 hours a week, almost every single week, maybe minus like six or eight weeks of being on vacation or on a modified work schedule. So I work hard in order to get this money coming through the door. But I, like I said, also had four income streams, maybe five that I could focus on. And the truth of the matter is I love all the things that I do. So the money is just a positive side effect of me getting to do this work and hitting six figures as a business owner was never my only goal, but I was excited to hit it as a milestone, just to reaffirm that it is possible and that I would be financially taken care of for doing the work that I love. So let me break down what makes up that hundred thousand so that you can understand how I pulled in the money this year. So I made about $50,000 from running The Visionary Method, which is my group coaching program and private coaching. So that was pretty cool, um, knowing that even coaching as a full-time only income stream, you can make a lot of money. And I recently just raised my prices, um, which means that I'll be making more for next year. And I'm, I'm just really proud and excited to show others that you can turn your knowledge into profit. Uh, I made about 45000 from private consulting clients, so I have a lot of brands who hire me to do marketing projects for them and to do social media consulting. I made about 2000 from teaching spin classes because I still teach a we- weekly fitness class, and I made about 6000 from teaching at the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition, where I teach the Business Fundamentals course. I also made 2000 from podcast sponsorships. So yeah, lots of good stuff there, right? Um, There was obviously a lot of other little things that came and went and that's the nature of being freelance, but I was really proud of those numbers and my goal then for 2020 is to double it. And I know that's a massive number, but I'm very, very confident that I can scale there in 2020. And that's because I've worked through a lot of those limiting beliefs that could, that told me I could never hit that number. And I've really invested this year in my learning. And I'm confident in the upgrades that I've made to my coaching offerings so that I can hit this target. But it is not all about the money. Obviously there are infinite ways that I can truly imagine myself spreading these visionary ideas and creating visionary resources for you. And it really does get me excited inside to think about the possibilities that lie ahead, to impact lives and to really make a difference in somebody's life. So here are a few ways that I hope to impact and serve over the coming 12 months. So number one, I want to meet more of you in person. And that's because building an online business can be a little bit isolating, right? So I wanna get out from behind my screen and create retreats and more workshops and events where people can come and we can actually sit shoulder to shoulder, face to face, and really learn from each other and connect. I don't think anything can replace that. Um, Online is great, but in-person is better. All right. Number two is that to expand my impact, I'd like to be doing more live videos. So that's on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. I have so many ideas for video content, but at this point I'm just lacking time and I need to make it more of a priority if I want to serve you all on a bigger level. So I hope to show up more via video to share business advice and visionary life tips and tricks and just general updates because I think it's so fun to be able to make a video once and impact many. So I think that's a great way to scale up my time. Number three, I want to impact more people by elevating the podcast content for you. So at the end of this episode, it will be the end of season four, which is crazy. Uh, We're coming up on two years of the podcast and we'll be coming back with season five at the end of January. And the podcast is a way that I can impact many lives, and I really hope that it has served you in some way because I bring on guests who are from all types of backgrounds, all sorts of businesses now, all sorts of life experience, and they share their stories with you in hopes of showing you that anything you want in life is possible and that your most visionary life is within reach. So the podcast is a project that I pour into and I want to continue to expand the impact of it and continue to release those weekly episodes and hopefully one day those twice weekly episodes. And number four, I also want to expand my impact by sharing more of my own life experience with you guys. So whether that's past experience or present I'm always evolving and changing, and I feel like so much of what I go through, you guys can all relate to, but I tend to be a bit more of a private person, and though you see a lot on Instagram stories, you also don't see a lot. Uh, So I want to be more vulnerable about where I'm at in my life so that you can be right along this journey with me. And that may mean showing you when I'm having a bad day or when I'm feeling overwhelmed or sharing how I'm getting through that overwhelm. But I just want to include you in these experiences and just kind of give you more of a behind the scenes look on what it's like to bootstrap my business and how I navigated being let go from two dream jobs and why I decided to quit my high paying marketing job and why I dream of more in my life. There's so much that I could talk about. And uh, I think that comes with the goal of sharing more of my own experience with you. So final thing that I want to talk about is a passion project of mine. So in 20, let's say 2016, 2017, I created a 30 day lifestyle cleanse called just the essentials. And this is a comprehensive lifestyle detox program that covers nutrition and supplements and sleep and non-toxic living and hydration and movement and so much more. It's truly a 360 degree health experience and in 2020 my goal is to give this program a total facelift and to bring people through it again or to sell it on evergreen so have it available for people to buy it anytime because i know there's some amazing content in there that can change lives and that can get people healthier and as many of you know, I graduated as a registered holistic nutritionist back in 2013, and ever since then, health and wellness has truly been a vital part of my life. And so through my own client practice as a nutritionist and when I was running this group program, I really did pick up a lot of cues on how to inspire shifts in people's health. And I want to continue to keep that as a pillar of my business, even though I'm doing business coaching, I'm still very passionate about teaching these health principles. So I want to bring that program back. And that is a goal for 2020. All right. So let's wrap up this year in review and 2020 dreamcasting session. Um, I just want to share one last thought. I know that Without intentional action and without consistent disciplined work, none of this will be possible, right? And that's why I'm working every single day to take small baby steps towards achieving all of these goals. Each and every day I show up, I do something little, and I really operate on the principle of frequency over anything else, just showing up frequently and doing something small. It's never enough to set a goal and then forget about it. That just doesn't work, or it's not enough to set a goal and assume that working on it hard for one day means success, means that you accomplish it. There really needs to be daily growth and massive action and serious upgrades in your life. And for me, that means saying no to more things and really protecting my energy and treating myself like I'm a priority and just keeping that positive visionary mindset that I know will help me achieve everything that I shared with you today. And I'm totally here for it in 2020. I'm all in. I'm ready to repel the people who don't want my message. I'm ready to attract the people who do. And I just wanna say, bring it on. Let's attack this year and go all in together. I want to go all in on everything I desire, and I want you to do the same. So, If any of my goals resonated with you, or if you want to stay connected or just chat about your goals, I would love to hear from you. You can connect with me on Instagram. I'm just at Kelsey Riedel, or you can go to my website, KelseyRiedel.com. And again, if you're thinking about maybe starting that business in 2020, head to KelseyRiedel.com slash waitlist. You can find out all about the Visionary Method 90-Day Business Growth Coaching Program, which helps aspiring entrepreneurs turn their knowledge into profit. So go check that out and let me know if you have goals that you need my support on. So that's it. You guys, we are going to take a couple weeks hiatus just so that I can produce the most amazing season five for you. And like always, if you haven't left a rating or a review, I would very sincerely appreciate you leaving that. It just means the world and, Um, It helps get the podcast into the hands of more people. So if you have any feedback, let me know. Otherwise, I hope your 2020 is off to the best start. You know that I'm cheering you on if nobody else is. And I am a firm believer that none of your goals are too big. And I can't wait to hear from you what those are. So we'll talk soon. And I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis. So if you could help me out by rating and reviewing this show on your iTunes app, I would be so grateful. You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories. Just make sure to tag me at Kelsey Riedel. If you're feeling stuck, uninspired, stagnant, bored, or confused in what your next step should be, it's time to take action. Please reach out because I would love to connect with you. I'll catch you in the next episode.